If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. into music um, definitely going to like all the parades and seeing the band and uh, going to the second lines you go you always invested in music in some type of way Ooh, okay so tell me what's, uh, tell me um what was one of the experiences you had in New Orleans that was one of your favorites oh that's hard it's hard yeah I mean because you know what I mean, well you can name any time it doesn't have to be your favorite um I just like I, I can remember always going to the parades when I was younger we camping out, sitting in the chairs. So y'all were like camping out in tents and like... Sometimes, or eh, not really in tents, we just got out there early. Okay. Set the chairs up and stuff. Parades pass by. And like you go with your cousins and you know, y'all roam up and down Canal Street. End up on St. Charles. That sounds like a workout and you walk right a there. Lot. No, you walk a lot on Mardi Gras. But yeah. Do you feel like you were losing pounds each and every time you're walking during, during probably the break? Probably, probably not because I was drinking at the same time. <laughs> like, <laughs> you do be drunk. That's funny when you look. No. See, when you're drunk, you feel like you're a superhero. You feel like you can do just about anything. Nah, exactly. <laughs> so that, that's funny to me. So, so tell me, what was it like growing up in New Orleans? Growing up in New Orleans was... Um, New Orleans is very different. Um, it's very family oriented. That's why it's so hard for a lot of people to move away. Um, but you also also have to be cognitive of who you hang around with because it's like a crab bucket sometimes. It's like or, different. It's different type of people you meet over there. In the world. It depends. Like it could be really good, or it can be your downfall sometimes. Okay, so it's like a fifty-fifty chance. It could be um, a good experience, or it can either be a bad experience. It's always a. It could always be a good experience, but it's all about the people you're around, your environment, the environment you put yourself in. Right. 
Okay, okay, okay. So what made you start getting into DJ? So back in high school they had this I was a freshman. Just got into um, high school, and they had this guy named Tim. He still these parties called Trends Parties. Ooh. And my sister uh, put me onto the gig, and he was like, "I got this event coming up. It was like a bad girls club reunion party. They used to party for no reason, and everybody used to go. And that was like my first gig. And then it went, it went, it was still, yes. Um, I kind of panicked. And so what did quick. you do to calm down? Did you have like people that were supporting you that were there trying to calm you down, or did you have your own technique to try to calm yourself down? Um, really, I just worked through it. I feel like I was I was trash, but I just kept playing until the party was over. Oh. No, it's not all because I'm good now. I know. Now, I just thought it was cute because no, no. like. Like in the beginning, like that's how you feel. Yeah, I was and now, I was since trash. you've seen your growth, now yeah. you don't feel that way. You have more yeah. confidence in yourself. I, to be honest, I, originally I didn't know what DJing was, but like my late uncle Carla and my cousin, uh, my cousin used to, Shika used to throw all these parties at their houses. And like my dad sometimes would get on the MP3 player right now, and I would see like my auntie Carla always playing. I'm like, you can get paid for this type of stuff? He's like, yeah, it's called being a DJ. <laughs> so you so started, he like, was like, ooh, I could get paid Yeah, this. so I was and, like, and so I started Googling stuff. I said, like, oh, there's actual equipment for these type of things. So then I was like, let me try this out. So then we got some equipment, some DJ. I did my sister uh Sweet 16 birthday party. And that's when I first did my first actually really good gig. And then it just went up from there. Wow, that's, yeah. wow, that's actually pretty amazing. So you've been doing that catalog. Yeah, I was 15 when I started. So you built up a passion for it. Yeah, I can see. So as far as like doing events and stuff, like what's your favorite places? What's your favorite type of places to go to when you do? Um, I've grown to really like doing sporting events. Ooh, yeah. Right, like DJ for basketball games, soccer games, track events, football games. Tell um, me why. What? Why? What do you choose? Uh, the crowd's sports? bigger. <laughs> that makes sense. And um, you can kind of control the crowd. Like, cause, I mean, I grew up playing sports. I grew up playing football, basketball, around track through college, all that. So, um, I used to back in high school like make the mixes and all that for our cheerleading, cheerleading team at like our jamborees and stuff. Oh, so yeah, I've never been to one. I actually you never been to, to Jamboree? No, oh. I've, I've been I've been seeing all about it, and a lot of people talk about it. I really want to try it. Yeah, well, Jamboree is like more of a high school thing when a football game comes on. So I used to do that in high school, and um, I was like, mm, I wonder if like one day I can like I, re I remember sitting there like I wonder one day if I can DJ for like a football team like the Saints or the Pelicans. You know what's really dope about that? You spoke it into existence, so that's why yeah. it came true. Yeah, and what's funny is I never would have imagined doing that. Like, you did. That's the thing. Yeah. You did imagine, so that's why I came. I did. Yeah, you right. You right. I did imagine. It was just some <laughs> blessings coming you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, is there any like, what's a? Do you have a specific team you would like to DJ for? Um. No, I don't have a specific team. Um, I'll DJ for. Um, I, I mean, I grew up. Enjoying watching the Saints, and I grew up 
watching the Cowboys as well. Because you know, initially, when New Orleans didn't have a football team, a lot of people in New Orleans used to actually watch they, the Cowboys. They went from the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, so that's why a lot of people in New Orleans, actually, some of them are Cowboy fans. So they say. I did I did kind of notice that. Yeah. I know a lot of people from New Orleans who are Cowboys. Yeah, so of course I always, I was I always ask myself that question, like... Yeah, that was why. Because at first, the Saints, and sometimes the, the Saints wasn't even broadcasted in New Orleans. Oh, wow. Until, like, later when they actually got the team. But, um... Yeah, I would have definitely enjoyed DJ for the, the Cowboys or the Saints, especially since that's my. What about a basketball team? You got a, you got a basketball team? Like um, I used to do like actually the Pelican Fan Festivals, but that was like a really cool thing to do. It's like a fan fest where they have like. Imagine DJing back in the day when like Jordan and Pimpin and them were playing ball. Right. That would be so dope. That would yeah. be such an experience. Yeah, it's an experience now because I mean there's a lot of dope athletes in football. Matter of fact, okay, so this past uh, game. I was DJing at for the Falcons with against the hold on it was so many games. it's okay the Bucks the Falcons and the Buccaneers no way so you know Tom Brady they were for the Bucks yeah but their I running back that. their running back is Leonard Fournette so what's really cool about that is when I used to DJ in New Orleans like sometimes I would be randomly DJing at a party yeah. and cause I went to school with Leonard and all that because he, he's from New Orleans yeah he's from New Orleans <laughs> what? So it was just really cool because I would see I would be playing music. I mean, for the opposite team, I'll be I was playing music for the Falcons. But it was really cool to see that Leonard was playing football, like he was playing football in high school, and I, I would see him at like the game, like the parties and stuff. And it was like deja vu. It was like deja vu. Yeah. Like, I, I went from DJing at halls to DJing in stadiums, and, look and we went from at. DJing at, at high school party. I mean, high school football games right. to now running back for a, you know, like uh, a major team a major in the NFL. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Like, but it, it's crazy how, like, people build themselves up to get to where they have. It's like, yeah. everybody has a different process. And yeah. I find that dope to me. Like, everybody's, like, different bosses are doing what they do. Because yeah. there's so many DJs in the world. There's so many producers in the world. There's so many basketball players, whatever, so on and so forth. Yeah. And their process of doing things are different. Like yeah. Jordan, like Jordan was mad strict on himself. He was all about ball, 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 ball. Dennis Rodman was not about ball. No. He started doing all kinds of shit. Yeah. So like to me, it's funny how like he was such a good basketball player, but he was still doing all kinds of different shit. Right. <laughs> like he was out partying. Remember the time he was wrestling um, with um, what? Hulk Hogan? Oh, yeah. That yeah, was funny. That was yeah, legendary. Yeah. I used to watch WWE all the time. Yeah, that's yeah, that was my... I used, that was my shit growing up. I used to always, I was a Hardy boy. If you remember the Hardy boys and like way back when it was like Lita. Yeah, Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy. Yeah, and then they had like Lita. <laughs> yeah, Lita. And then, then Kane came and screwed, screwed it all up. Yeah, and then Kane Edge came along. Yeah. Like that was my reality. I'm show. glad we brought that up because Kane messed that all up. Yeah. As soon as he came in, there was no such thing as the Hardy boys. Yeah, then Edge came along and it was just like and a whole. And the Undertaker and everybody. Yeah. It's just like that. Yeah. It was a whole storyline. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was pretty interesting to me, the different storylines they had. It was pretty fun. Yeah. It was really entertaining. So, um, if you had some wise words to say to someone that would like to do the same thing that you do every day, what would you say? As far as it comes to DJ, what are some wise words you would say? Find what fits you and run with it. And let other people catch up to you. 
That was, whew, whew, that shit got me. I didn't expect you to say that. No, because a lot of people. <laughs> you kept it short and sweet. A lot of people have a passion, and sometimes they get caught up into like, oh, nobody's catching on to it when I post it, or like it's, it could be different. Right. Um, and it takes sometimes it takes a little minute for people to catch on to you, but you gotta let your audience catch up to you, and you keep putting your content out there, and they are gonna find you. All right. Let me ask you this. Did somebody teach you that, or did you talk, teach yourself that? I, um, I kind of taught myself that with kind of resilience, because I mean, I'm a DJ, I'm not perfect. Um, there's some times when I don't get booked, sometimes when I have a lot of bookings, sometimes when I have no bookings at all. And so you have to be, you kind of build resilience. So you, you my dad was like, you know what, I know my capability, and I'm just going to keep on fighting for what I want to do, because there was a lot of no's before I had a yes. I mean, a lot of teams told me no. Yeah, a lot of teams told me no before. Like when I reach out to them to DJ for them and stuff like that. Matter of fact, some teams that I'm working for right now, even literally, they told me no until I got behind that, that but, DJ table. See, that's a lot of things with people my age. They don't like to take no as an Yeah, but I don't like to take no as an answer neither. But I know I no to yeses. I understand it. But, <laughs> but no, like you were saying, like they don't have to work through those no's. Yeah. Basically, constructive yeah. criticism. That's yeah. another thing. A lot of people don't know how to take constructive criticism. Yeah. But my thing is, when I when I hear constructive criticism, I don't take it as a negative thing. I feel it's like, hey, you're trying to help me become better. Yeah. Like he, instead of thinking about it in a negative look way, just look at it as a positive way. They just want you to become better. The yeah. better you. Was yeah. it like just being in front of like just having being by yourself? In your little booth or whatever, and well, seeing the game and like seeing your crowd and stuff. What well, a beauty about working with the Falcons music team—you're not by yourself. Like the team works together amazingly. Um, it's like one chord. Like going from it sounds from the lights to the production team to the interviews that work with the highlights and the commercial runs and to the sound guy elevating and lowering mics to me and the announcer. Like everybody has a, a role to play and it's like it's like a beautiful machine that they've created in there. So it's really cool. You but, got but all like of a, a moment that you do have, I get what you ask <laughs> pretty much. But a moment that I think you may be talking about like when I'm like I might be DJing and I'll play like I'm in my zone because I'm running music back to back. Yeah, that's what and I'm saying. Like, how do you feel? Crowd. Like, you feel like it's an it's an adrenaline rush. It really is. It's an adrenaline rush because you you mo- you high key motivating your teams because they listen to your music as you're warming up. You motivating the the people in the stands and really you motivating the workers as well. Music plays such a key component in the stadium, and it can really like kill or create um, motivation. See, that's what I love. You, you, there's so much compassion with your words, yeah. and I can tell that you're very sincere with what you're saying. I am. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, have you thought about, like, producing your own beats or making your own music or writing music for other artists or something like that? Um, yes, that is something I'm actually about to start venturing in. Oh. Yes. We Soon. got something in the works. Soon. <laughs> Soon. But I'm not going to speak on it yet until I start it, putting it in fruition, but soon something is going to start cooking up. I have I a producer wait. and everything now. You do? Yeah, and I've been producing some things as well. I got a few projects. 
Well, stay tuned, y'all. We're going to see some new projects coming from Zeus. <laughs> so, who are your biggest influencers? Influencers to do what you do. Um, Matter of fact, I'm going to rephrase that question. Who are your biggest influencers to even get up in the room? I have three. Me, myself, and I. I like that. <laughs> Self-love all the way. <laughs> no, really, though, because sometimes you have to be your self-motivator, especially through a time like, like this pandemic. You really get... I was just about to get to that. Yes. Can I actually put an order in for some calamari? Yes, <laughs> actually, I, I want to put an order idea. in for... <laughs> well, that um, let me get oysters Rockefeller. Yeah. Would they have oysters there? Yeah. I think I just want some raw oysters instead of the... Um, we have, we, we don't have any gold. We have bar cat, blue point, and one expensive one. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. I didn't know you guys had um raw oysters. I didn't know. Trust the calamari. I, I want to do a half a dozen of the blue point. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. You can just give it an oyster. Yeah. Okay. I want to try that. I never tried it. Okay. <laughs> That's my friend Kelsey. I used to work here. She's really cool. It's all good. Yeah. Um. So, kind of lost track of what we were talking about. So, um. Oh, you gotta be like, okay. I was saying me, myself, and I. Only reason I say that because I mean, of course, I have some people that. So tell me, do you make beats? Yes. Um, I'm actually trying to put out a. Uh, independent product project, an independent project where I release an EP. Kind of like I kind of so, I like how. Go ahead. So you're talking about like an EP with just beats or no, an EP with beats, but I have artists that I really enjoy on my EP. I'm performing songs that so I may have wrote or co wrote with them. Artists shows. Yes. Or, okay. And I think they'll sound good on my on my track. So and I'll release an EP with them. Okay. So thank you. <laughs> so tell me, like, when it, when it comes to the little EP that you're putting together, is it like different kinds of beats? Um, I think it's my own style. I mean, I've been told someone told me that my beats sound like on the R and B beat. But I don't want to see that. <laughs> but but you have a different look on on it. And it's all good. Some people gonna say certain things. Gonna I mean, it wasn't a bad thing. It's not. It's not necessarily critique. It's just a lot. Like maybe to them, be, that's how they feel. You know, it could be like in the category because sometimes you create a beat, sometimes it could be a trap beat. Um, I do feel like my beat is somewhat more of an R and B. Um, crossover type beats, if that makes sense. Like, it, it sounds like a Mariah Carey can sing on it, but then somebody else can rap on it. It's like a crossover beat. Okay, now, like, okay, now, now I see. Yeah, it's like a crossover beat where it could be pop, but it could be an R&B song. But that's like my style, so I can see why. Yeah. So you have some artists that you want to work with? Mm, like, yeah, some local artists. Like, take their vocals and. Not let's take their vocals. I want to work directly with them. You I want to work with them. Yeah, okay. I want to work with them. Yeah, some local artists. And yeah. So how soon will we be able to? I don't know. Soon. Ooh, <laughs> we're anxious over here. We need to know. <laughs> so have you? Um, so what are some other professions you thought about? So I'm actually releasing. Um, a wine label. It's an organic. I wine, yeah, so. I love wine too. That's why I created one. So I can make it all day. But it's actually an organic and herbal wine. 
made with all natural flavors and, and natural ingredients. No added ingredients, no added. All this. One time I looked at a wine label and I seen all the toxic, the type of stuff they put in their wine. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's already bad enough that it's alcohol, but like all the extra chemical stuff they put in there. It's bad enough it. that it's alcohol. Yeah, and it's they put a lot of stuff your in body, there. So you might as well have use organic. Right. Stuff. So I was like, let me make an organic and herbal wine that's ingredients that I got from black farmers. Yeah. So it's like. For the culture. Are there local farmers around? Local black farmers in Georgia. Oh, really? Yes. Some in Atlanta, like my herbal chef that I got help to give me to help cultivate the ingredients. He's a black herbal chef, okay. and the ingredients came from black farmers. Really? Yes. Wow. And you? So how did you reach out to these people? Were you? Um, a lot of things came from um, herbal chef. His name is actually his name is Chef Zoo. He's an herbalist, and um, he have a lot of connections with these chefs because a lot of his catering is like a herbal or organic and um, natural type of cooking. Does he, does he do anything else besides make um, wine? I don't know. You have to, well, he doesn't necessarily make wine. He actually makes um, like regular food, but I actually brought him on to try to help me create a wine, which was, you know. Okay, so all his products are natural. I definitely want to yes. try it out. Because yes. I'm trying to eat healthier now, like I'm not trying to Yes, eat. he's great. You should definitely come up. Definitely gonna try that out. I'm <laughs> that, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, so, name some mistakes rookie DJs would make. Mistake? Yeah, like a mistake oh, that would... Oh, trying to be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Your first gig will never be perfect. And then be afraid of mistakes. You're gonna make, you're human. You just gotta learn how to work through those mistakes and make it sound yeah, like that's probably what a lot of people they don't. So the biggest mistake they make is by going in thinking their gig is gonna be perfect. Right. It's, it's not. It doesn't. And it doesn't happen like that. No, it doesn't. Even to now, you could be DJing for years and you're gonna. You gonna have a little mistake. Sometimes you probably be drinking so and accidentally test the jogger wheel or something. Like yeah. it happens. You just gotta work through it. It's just they they just want to be perfect because they're afraid of what others think, and that's the problem with people. But DJing is about what others think of your music, so yeah, it definitely that has a too, lot of pressure. That too, but it's just, you just gotta, you gotta be motivated. I agree. That's it. If you're not motivated to DJ, then you just shouldn't. I agree. So, um, oh, this is a, this is a personal one. This is, this has to do with the world. So, how do you feel about all the young artists that have died in 2020 this year? Mm. Not even artists, just dancing. I mean, just in general, I do think it's sad, especially when they're young and have so much potential. But then I also hate that they wait till that someone passed actually give them their props and they blow up after they death when they, and people actually see their talent after it's too late. You know, so I think it's sad. So, what message would you have for the kids right now that are witnessing this and like are fans of these people, like the artists that have passed? Like advice to them. What's the, matter of fact, what's the advice you have to the younger generation? Um, it's okay to be different. And it's okay when you when you should know that you've outgrown the situation. And that's okay. That's what happens called growing up. Some people get afraid to outgrow a situation. And, I mean, this is, of course, it's all in how you do things. But sometimes you outgrow a situation and you need to remove yourself from that situation in a certain capacity. It all depends. Not everybody might agree with me, but sometimes you have to. Yeah, that was. I felt that. I, I really felt that. Yeah. So, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you hear Black Lives Matter? 
Um, myself. There's a lot of people that I know. Um, I mean, I've dealt with police brutality before. Um, I've been been stereotyped many times, threatened many times, and they don't even know the, the things I'm capable of or what I'm doing in life. They just see they just see an color. image. Yes. So that's the that's when it comes to I think racism an important and movement. I think it's a, an, an important movement. Okay, so where do you see yourself in the next five years? That's a good question. To be honest, when I first moved to Atlanta, um, I had an idea where I was going to see myself going. And, you know, where you I, had everything planned out. I had everything had. planned out. But after this last year with the pandemic and after what everything was going on and how much my career changed, how much my life changed, I have no idea. I mean, I do make vision boards. Um, for like the year yeah. or six months. I make six month vision boards. I mean, I make them very high in goals. And the stuff I want to reach between a year and six months, but I have no idea where I'm going to be in five years. I used to, I used to have it all planned out, but in a good way. Like things are moving really fast lately. So I, I have no idea. Hopefully, I see myself definitely. How about um, this? Do you see my. Look, hopefully, I see myself owning a house, having a dog, <laughs> simplistic stuff, but also having many businesses that run on their own, many of them that run on their own, giving back to the community. And then, by time, my five year mark, I do want to be able to move back into New Orleans. And get involved in politics, so I can oh. get back to the community. Yeah, I definitely. Wow. Get, yes, I would definitely wow. get back involved in politics and give back to the community of New Orleans. And then five years, I feel like I'll be ready to start doing that or start that process at the very least. I want to be the mayor. It just got you me. You never knew that. Huh? No, that's that's something like I really. Wow. Yeah, I want to be the mayor of New Orleans. I can picture you doing that. Really? Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones. Thanks, Mama. You're welcome. I see why you thought it was good. Good. It is dark. Bobby yeah, has the tea in it. It's just the tea. Tea's dark. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. You're welcome. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and squeeze. This light thing is so line. cool. Oh, I was serving it too. I actually really like it a lot. So dope. Yeah, it's pretty dope. But like I was saying, what I was saying was I can actually picture, like, as you were explaining it, I saw the images. Mm. You, like, you ever, like, when, when somebody tells you a story. A vision. Yeah, vision. Have you ever had somebody, like, when they try to explain something to you, all, you see everything? Yes. It happened recently. Oh. Can you tell me a little bit? I'm not it's a little bit. You're such a good journalist. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, really I just want to know a little bit. Um, they were just telling me about their career and where they want to go and what they want to do. And they compared how they were in the past to how they are now and how things are changing for them. Do you do that with yourself? Do you compare yourself a lot? Compared to what? Like... Let's say, for example... Oh, like I look at myself now to where I used to be? Yeah. All the time. Yourself? Sometimes. How and do you I, feel when you when you see your growth? How does it make you feel? I don't see it right now. 
I don't feel like I'm doing enough. I don't know why, but I never feel like I'm doing enough. I feel like why I have feel so like much. I feel like I have so much to do. I really do. I really feel like. Is I'm, it is it like there's things in the way? Are you busy with? No, like I just feel like stuff? I haven't reached it yet. Or reach where I want to be. So where I feel like I'm. So where would you like to be? Um. That's a hard question. Like I told you, like after the pandemic, my my my, my thought process has completely changed because I had to for DJing, I had to like adapt and kind of adapt the way I DJ and adapt where I DJ and so how I go about businesses. Yes, but like with the pandemic, the lifestyle is different. There's not that many clubs everywhere. There's not many. I was used to going flying from LA to New York to New Orleans to Texas, but you're not doing all that right now. And then so it's like some places not even having parties everywhere. Then if they are, it's like how many DJs so can DJ at the like same being, club so many times? So as far as like being the DJs, COVID has hell yes. Entertainment that. in general, it has not necessarily stopped it, but it definitely has modified it, and I had to adapt to actually keep my career going. Like, it was hard. It was hard. Aww. I had to use my skills. No, no, not all, because I'm still okay. I but I had to, like... It's because the only reason I'm saying all is because I, I feel you. I, I feel you when it comes to, like, I'm not where I want to be right now. Yeah, I'm not. So, but I know for a fact that you you will eventually get there. Thank you. And I feel that it's not that long for me. Really? I feel like you're overthinking it. But that's a lot of people. A lot of people overthink like where they see themselves and yeah. whatever. I just don't want you to overthink about that. Yeah. I feel like you won't get there no matter what anyone says or what, no matter what you think in your head. Yeah. So I feel like you won't get there regardless. Thank you. But um, I accept it wholeheartedly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so since we're drinking, right? Yes. What is your favorite drink of choice? Tequila. Uh, straight or you like to mix it? It can be straight, but usually I mix it with soda, so I don't like drink sodas like that much. Like actual Coke. So do you do you like tequila sunrises? I no, I mean I do, but not too much. That's too much orange juice and cran, but that's too much. I do do tequila and cran. Tequila and cran or tequila and red boards are two go-tos. Oh, you know what? And then if I, I'm coming back, I'll do like that. tequila and soda. I don't like tequila and coke or nothing. No, like so I'll do tequila and soda water, you know, or because I, I don't, I generally try not to drink too much Sprite, but that's my favorite. I just try to pull back on Sprite. Okay, I'm gonna have to say um, tequila Red Bull, because I feel like all you drink is Red Bull. I'm gonna be honest with you, I've never tried tequila and Red Bull. It's really good. I want to try it. It's like you drinking Red Bull, but you drink a tequila, so you have to be careful. <laughs> and then it's also confusing because the red will be having you up. Exactly. And then it's so that's with what the I'm alcohol. saying. Like, alcohol will have you relaxed. Most time when I'm DJing, will, if you like, pay attention, like most time when I'm DJing, if I am drinking, yeah. it's sometimes it's usually tequila and red bull. Especially if I, if so I have a So it's like it night. keeps you relaxed and it keeps you up at the same time. No, so you're not relaxed. You like energetic. <laughs> no, meaning in, like you're happy, like, like you're in a element? good mood yeah. type. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like that. You're in a good mood, like you're yeah. ready to go. Oh, okay, so I'm trying to think of a really. So, six feet under. I've never been here before. I used to surf here. Really? I remember when I first moved to Atlanta, I had no job, I had no money. All I had was oh, my car. I had no fun to surf. 
nothing. At least I had a car though. I feel blessed about that. But I had nothing. And I didn't know I was gonna pay rent coming up. I had just moved out here. When I had no gigs, nothing. And then I walked up into this place. It was 4th of July. I was, it was by myself. I spent 4th of July by myself. I was just up on that. They have like a little rooftop here. I had a drink. And I probably had like maybe $100 for my name. And I bought treated myself to a meal. Okay, I and was then about I was to say, like, I hope we weren't just drinking. No, I, I was eating. You know, I just came <laughs> up on the patio, had a drink, watched a baseball game, watched the fireworks, and it was like on the patio or whatever. Oh, that sounds very And then I was like, though. hmm, I can, yeah. I was like, hmm, I can, um, I can work here. So I asked the, the bartender, I was like, when um, should I come in? She's like, come tomorrow around this time. I came in, I kind of dressed how they dressed here to try to like fit in. Um, so I kind of dressed how I've seen everyone dressed, and then I got hired on the spot. And then I started the very next day, and I was working here like through the pandemic and everything. Yeah, I only recently so quit. So how like, was your experience? Maybe this here summer. As a worker. Um, the experience was really great. The people were really great. My employees were really cool. Like my coworkers, I mean, they were really great were you people. A server? I was a server. I was trying to work my way up to bartender. So how was the pay when you were here, like? I mean, in the beginning it was great. I mean, but you know the pandemic hit, you definitely changed things. But I had a great time working there. Did it teach you some new things that you didn't know about? Um, yes. Um, to appreciate a lot more things because it's not easy being so good. And then not everybody appreciate what you have got, what you got going on. Some people talk to you like trash, but some people treat you like Yeah, that is true. You're always going to meet some people that are trash. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. That's like one of my old co workers. I'm definitely going to make sure I'm going to tip her because she was amazing. Yeah, she is amazing. Before you came, she's she's really great. She's also a rapper, so you should look at Yeah, she does music. When she comes back on, I'm going to tell her, I so too, but she raps. Okay, that's awesome. I'll definitely talk to her before Yeah. Um, there's so many things I could possibly ask you. I just don't want to go from here to here to here to here. They're fine. Shoot <laughs> at me. I'm ready. So, what you got on? I see you have some merch right there. Is there any websites you want to? Oh, yes. This is a lightning bolt. This I is my that. signature lightning bolt. Um, I put it on everything. I, even, I think I even have the earring on. That's kind of like my signature, my branding. Yeah, you do have a earring, huh? Yeah, but um, you can go to ZeusTheGod.com. I have a bunch of merchandise. Zeus the God. Zeus the God. Yes. Um, my DJ name is Zeus. You can go to ZeusTheGod.com. You can get a lot of my merchandise on there. You can even see the link to my wine uh, profile. Really? And, yes. Um, Make you sure you get me. yourself some of that wine. It's better than the crap you're getting from your... <laughs> local liquor store. I should have had it here. I should have had a bottle here today. That would have been great. It's yeah. okay. Next time we could do a little and clip next on time it I if have you it. want to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next time it could be all about the wine. But yeah. yeah, so yeah, I got merchandise on there. You can book me on there. You can inquire about Oh, you hear about that? Beats. You hear that? You can book him on there as well. <laughs> <laughs> you can cry about beats. I can uh, send you a beat and everything. You can list beats on there and everything. So any local artists, not even local artists, artists all over the world, if you would like to work with Zeus, he is available. You can go on his website, ZeusTheGod.com, and you can book him. Don't be afraid to. He has a wonderful personality. There's nothing you should be afraid of. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, 
I just want to end it off with one of these questions. Yeah, what's up? If you had one superpower, telekinesis. Why? <laughs> why? That's probably toxic as fuck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's pretty toxic. So that's why I have to I ask mean, why. I just, I don't know. I just grew up watching X-Men and, you know, Magneto, Jean Grey. Everybody that had telekinesis was just like such badasses. <laughs> right, 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 right. But it's probably a blessing that I probably don't have it because telekinesis, like, it's just a fire. I just enjoy it. I'll probably have telekinesis. I like that I like response. A lot of people, like, every time I ask this question, they would be like, to disappear. Or like, I'll be like, why? Nah. <laughs> like, what are, what are you trying to do that's so secretive? Nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, you know what I mean? You would see me, my powers. Nah. <laughs> nah, but that's what I would do. I'm such a nerd. I watch anime and all that. Ooh, now that's, that's a whole different podcast. Because yeah. anime, I'm going to talk for hours. Oh, I love anime. I love anime, too. So, not right now, y'all. Not right now. So, you should watch Demon Slayer. Oh, I like that. I like that. Give Boruto a chance. Oh, Boruto, I haven't given that a chance Give it a chance. We'll talk about that later. Because I I need to know about that. I'm looking for a third one. I need to watch a new anime. Okay, we'll save that. Yeah. You got any good anime? I need one. Give me one that you start watching. Did you watch Death Note yet? No. Watch that? Watch Death Note. Okay. And I heard Seven Deadly Sins. I heard about that too. And one more, one more, one more, one more. You should watch Demon Slayer if you haven't already. That one fire. That already caught my attention. I've seen that before. It's fire. Um, uh, shit. You watched One Piece, haven't you? Yeah. That's classic. Somebody that says that he haven't watched that song. Um, Inuyasha, you watch that? A long time ago. That's my favorite. I was watching that in like middle school. Okay. Or elementary. Who you like better, Inuyasha or Shishomaru? I don't know what Shishomaru is, so it has to be Inuyasha. It's his brother. Oh, you mean the characters? I thought you were naming another anime. You know how the names are. I'm sorry. The names are all over the place. Yeah, his brother. I haven't watched Inuyasha in a long time. I saw this since middle school. I I guarantee you, I show you some clips. You would would definitely choose. I remember. You know how old Inuyasha is? That's just so old. old. Kind of like Naruto. I was like an itty bitty. Yeah, I was young. I don't even remember. I woke up at like five o'clock in the morning to watch it on adults. Yeah. Like I think it was coming on Tsunami. Remember what Tsunami is on? Yeah, I love that. What happened? That. It's back here and there. I don't know. Production, Hopefully. I guess. So, what made you come up with the name Zeus? Is my question. Well, it kind of gradually came along. I started off as DJ Fee. Well, okay. It's the, my first my first name, and then I went to Fee Zeus, which I is a combination of, of your Zeus name and Fee, and then I dropped Fee, and then. No, what, made you, what made you drop that? You don't mind me asking. Um, I kind of wanted to detach my name from my persona, so I can use my I name for knew. other things. Yes. I see what you're talking. I wanted it to be two different entities. What's funny about that? The same story that you just told me. I had a friend that taught me about that. Yeah. The name and the brand. Yeah. Because is a brand. Yeah. Then you putting your name into it is just killing a character. Just yeah. like that's why I was talking about MF Zeus Doom. Would do. Something Zeus would do. Philippe would never do. Exactly. But that's like my a, point. 
it sounds weird, but it's like a persona. It's a brand. It's an entertainment thing. So Zeus is my DJ persona. I believe is more of the politician, the guru, the entrepreneur guy. But some people only beat Zeus. But some people actually meet Philippe. Yeah. I'll be honest. Those who are listening, I have yeah. to say, this is one of my favorites. Favorite what? Like, podcasts really? in general. One of my favorites. Look. You like guests Those of you, head. no, no, listen. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Check it out. Okay. For those of you who've actually been tuning in to my podcast, you know how many people that I've, I've posted, but then I took it out because I'm going to repost it this year because I felt like it wasn't the right time. I yeah. feel like it's 2021 and I feel like right now is the right time. A lot of bad things has happened in 2020 and I want to release the positive things that I have done this year now. Yeah. So, so, for those of you that know how many artists and people that I've done that are creative and have their own process and what they do, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. I'm going to have to say that. Like, I'm being honest. Thank you. I, I've never been, look, we know each other and yeah. I get anxious a little bit when I talk to you because I get too too excited and then I start to scramble up my words because yeah. like there's so many things I can say so many things I can ask yeah so I just get so excited when I when I start asking you questions thank you that makes me feel really good I mean I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing I guess sometimes it's nice to have that recognition from like your close friends that there's someone that actually looking out for you you know what I mean right. there's someone that actually means you well and they really like and that's how I feel when I'm when I'm with you yeah. I feel like you mean well like you don't have no bad intentions thank you I don't feel no negative energy I don't feel none of that yeah we uh we sage negative energy. We keep that negative negative energy. Over it got to like I said. I don't know if you know Ha Ha Davis. It got to go. <laughs> <laughs> like it got to go. <laughs> so come on now, big fellow. You gotta go. <laughs> but um, so I'm gonna say one more thing. Yes. Who are your top five MCs of all time? Or do you have any? Oh, that's a hard question. You want me to rephrase it? Um, MCs could mean. I mean, because that's why I said I, I open up my top five artists that. Well, I would say my. I'm gonna say. I'll, artists how about this? Say. I'll say my top five artists that I'm listening to right now. Okay. Of all time, that we can go on. It's hard. That's yeah, old, me that's too. Old, I'm. Now that's all. I, I agree right with that. Some people. Yeah. Like will say it off top. But yeah. Me, nah. nah it's because there's a lot of things. Sometimes people don't think about what they released in music, but what they did after music in the industry is what I look at as well. Like how long their career has really lasted. For example, like Snoop Dogg, like he been re- like he he he's baking cookies with Martha Stewart. <laughs> I know. I was just watching a podcast on that. Yeah. He's so dope, yeah, yo. So <laughs> my uh, top five artists I'm listening to right now is um is I would say um, Wayne is always gonna be at my top. You talking about Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. Okay. Um, Nikki. I love Nikki. Um, SZA. Um, Jay Z. How much is that for? And oh, that's easy. And they're not in order, so don't Chance. Chance the rapper. Yes. So tell me why you picked those. Wayne, 
New Orleans support him all day. I remember his original music and his music that he released now. Yeah, he's been doing music his growth for a long time. Make, Yes, and his 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 music always um influenced me. Sometimes I used to listen to some of his songs before I go through gigs. Nikki, wow. I enjoy Nikki, Nikki Minaj because she's like a versatile artist. On top she of can that, put on any track. She makes such impact for she women. Like I agree. I, I agree. Wholeheartedly. Before Cardi B, before Megan, before all the new girls, right? Yeah. And then SZA, I just enjoy her sound right. and her pen. Um, she write music amazingly. She wrote for a lot of artists. If you like, actually look into the original. That's and I listen to the original EPs. Yeah. And then also. Um, what else said there's a photo? You said Chance Rapper. What is that five? Yeah. I said somebody else before that, huh? Yeah, yeah, oh, you said Lil Wayne, right? Nicki Minaj, you said SZA. That's three. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. <laughs> I don't know why. I got, I this, this, this is little second. drinks. Yep. It's Jay-Z right, so and then Jay-Z. You gotta set me up. Alright, so Jay-Z, <laughs> I enjoy Jay-Z because he's versatile as well. One of my favorite songs by him was when uh, he did the remix with Maya, Best of Me. Oh yeah, I like that song. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just the same thing, like his 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 branding and business mindedness outside of music is amazing. He's, he's, he's actually not one of the biggest ones I look artist, up to. He yeah. is a straight I look up to him for his, for as, as a businessman. Like, not only can I be a DJ, but I can be a businessman as well. Of course, chance. Cause so you look at him not only me. as like an artist that one of your top artists you're listening now. He's also a role model to you. Correct. Okay. And then of course, chance because his music talked to me. Um, I, w- I listened to him throughout college really? and even tonight. Yeah, because I remember um, the coloring book came out. And, oh man. Yeah. yeah so, like I used to listen to all that. Like I, I remember playing him at the kickbacks and everything. Yeah. He just. As I was developing through college, becoming the man I was, and learning th- different things, I would listen to Chance, and it's just like a, a memorable state staple for me. Yeah, but yeah, that's my art. Chance is pretty dope, though. Yes. Like, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people saw him differently because they saw him as like an Oscar rapper. Yeah. I didn't like how they categorized him. Yeah, it wasn't like that. I just felt like he was just trying to tell his story. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like maybe he was a different boy. Just like with Kanye, they talking about him, how he's he had his little, what's that album that just came? It was recent. It, it was a, like gospel music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that it's album. Cool. They were talking about how like, oh, he just using that for business. How do you know that? You don't know him personally. Yeah. But I guess people, that's the word for you. People just judge people by the front cover and stuff instead of actually trying to interact with them. I don't understand. That's like the younger generation for me. It's the younger generation. They just look at people without trying to trying to analyze them. Like, come on now. That's yeah. not that's not how you deal with people. Yeah. You need to actually have a conversation with them before you start judging them. Yeah. But um you have any special shout outs you wanna to say to anybody besides yourself and like supporters, people that you that have their own business. Yeah, um, pretty much there's so many names I can go through because I have so many people supporting me, like my family, um, my tribe in New Orleans, uh, people that I knew from high school and everything, and and just people I always see. Yeah, yeah, my family in New Orleans, my tribe and all that. Like I appreciate them all, and I shout them every day because 
on the days when I feel like I'm a, I feel the lowest, they always lift me up. So pretty much my number one supporters has always been there for me. I appreciate them, them all because there's some. I'm blessed to say there's so many of them, and I really do appreciate all of them. Yeah. Oh, that. That, oh, that made me feel warm inside hearing that. Oh. <laughs> so it's your girl Raya X, and today I had Zeus. Zeus. He was wonderful. Make sure you visit ZeusTheGod.com and make sure you also visit RayaX.com and make sure you like and subscribe and make sure you check out all my platforms. I am on Anchor. I'm on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I am on a lot of platforms, baby. All you gotta do is Google me. That's it. On a lot of platforms, that, that's baby. <laughs> on Spotify, too. So that's all you gotta do. Just type in RayaX. You'll find me. Type in Zeus. You'll find him. Period. So, we love y'all. I just want peace and love for everybody. And I'll see y'all tomorrow.